What's up, guys? Thanks for listening in our podcast. And today we're going to talk about vaccines and the vaccine regarding coronavirus and what what the process of that looks like. Yeah. Let's go over the types of vaccines. So so there are many ways to make a vaccine, of course. Over 100 methods. And um, most of it target the spike proteins on the cell wall because that's what the immune system can like latch on and the antibodies can like work on it to stop the virus. Yeah, and vaccines are usually given through needle injections, but what's become more popular and especially used during like a during tests but will later be used for a vaccine for corona is it can also be by mouth or sprayed into the nose. And right now in the process of making vaccines in and we'll talk about this more later, but in terms of distribution, they're working on different methods of getting the vaccine to people that are less and less, like more low maintenance and are like, that'll be more available, more easily acceptable for accessible for like a lot of different people. Yeah. So we're going over types of vaccines first. So there are four types. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is hold back whole virus vaccines. It's pretty much uh, like a virus that's already dead and then you inject into the body and then the immune system will pick it up as a virus, but the virus is already dead, so it can't really make you sick. The second type is genetic vaccines. And within it, there are two types. One is DNA vaccine, one is RNA vaccine. Um, So I'm pretty sure they're different because uh, different viruses have either DNA or RNA as their genetic material. Yep. And then the third type is viral vector vaccine. So I, I think it is using a different type of virus called adenovirus. And then you pretty much, I think you use the scissors, the snip, snip thing that Miss X. Yeah said yeah 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 and then you cut like a part of it and then you inject into the other virus and you put it in your body Mm -hmm. the last type is protein-based vaccine so you have this uh this viral protein that can't cause disease and then you put it in your body or there's this thing called recombinant vaccine where you have a yeast or some harmless cell and you carry a virus gene and then you you inject it uh it doesn't cause any symptoms or anything yeah it's safe yep i know novavax is using recombinant mm-hmm. to work on corona yep. yep so a lot of different a lot like basically as soon as the lo- the shutdown started companies have a race to try to create a vaccine and test it but the issue is it's like a really not issue but the problem with the speed element is that it's a very lengthy and careful process because for something to be mass produced and for a lot if a lot of people are going to be taking it they have to make sure that it's extremely safe and what they're finding is that unlike something like measles which the measles vaccine for example has a success rate of like something like 98 or 99 percent so basically you vaccinate you vaccinate the population measles are gone there are barely any cases in the u.s if not none the problem with COVID is they're finding that even the best vaccines that they're testing in small samples 
are coming up with like 70, 75%. And they were saying that if like, if you were to give, uh, you know, use that vaccinate, you know, all the US, there would still be like, they're running the numbers and they're figuring out that it wouldn't even be worth it. Like too many people would still get it and you'd still have to like wear masks for a really long time. So they're like holding off that process. And I know specifically Pfizer is waiting to submit their final vaccine um, to the FDA to be approved to make sure that, that like their clinical testing within their company is the best it can be before they submit it. Yep. Uh, 70% is like actually one of the, you know, like higher ones. Some of them are like 30 yeah. to 50%. Mm-hmm. Um, the five leading uh, vaccine candidates are from Pfizer AstraZeneca, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, and Novavax. And uh, I think AstraZeneca, Moderna, and Pfizer said the earliest they can distribute the va- vaccine is late October, no- early November, which right. is conveniently right before the election. Right. And I think like um, that'll definitely like play a big role. And also with what you were saying about when they were releasing it, I think a lot of people think that like, oh, okay, then we'll be back to normal by, you know, sometime next year or, you know, you know, early next year. But when they say release the vaccine, that means the people that will be receiving the vaccine upon the release date are the people that are in like dire need of it. So that's nurses that work with COVID patients or like uh, COVID patients with um, like health problems or you know people really elderly people with like autoimmune diseases stuff like that and that if if they're going to be able to get it to like a lot of different areas and a lot of different parts of the country it's it's going to like be a much more lengthy process and especially because a lot of vaccines and one that's being tested by um a couple different like one method of pres- preserving the vaccines is that they're kept at extremely cold temperatures. And then right before you take it, they're like taken out. And as you can imagine, that's, that's like kind of an obstacle because getting that, getting like um, transporting like a big units and like really large numbers of vaccines of that nature would is like, is going to be really difficult. Yeah. Uh, I know that the first major vaccines to be approved will have, two doses and you have to inject it 21 or 28 days apart which means that even if you get your first shot you have to quarantine until you get your second shot and then by then you probably don't have to wear a mask but still not everyone is going to be going to be vaccinated and not and not everyone vaccinated is going to be immune so the question is at one point do you say you can be six feet apart or wear a mask you know like people are saying like 90% of the people vaccinated are going to, are going to take it like that. Could yeah. After 90%, you no, can like take off your mask or six feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's like a little scary is let's say like you were saying late October, November, that means that they'll, that'll like that first they're, they'll they will carefully monitor how that first like wave of people, how that goes and like how, how many cases there are. And then it'll probably be available to the like general public, like us, and like young adults and adults, probably by like March or April. 
And then the thing is, it doesn't mean that once everyone's vaccinated, it's like yippee, and then everyone takes their masks off and stuff because of what we were saying about like 70%, which that's not like confirmed, but that's like what they're predicting. And then it might not be until like late next year that we're able to go like completely back to normal. That's what I know Fauci said. That was his prediction. Third yeah. quarter, 2021. Yeah. Uh, Robert Redfield said second or third quarter, 2021. Mm-hmm. General public will pretty much get the vaccine. But it doesn't matter if like the first 10% of people get vaccinated. It's about the last 10%. Yeah, that's so true. And for like um like poor communities, you know, and like inner cities and stuff, like it's gonna yeah, like healthcare problems, like healthcare problems, and it's gonna be so difficult to like get so many of them to get vaccines to those people. And the people that are in like those poor communities tend to be the most densely populated, you know. So like if there are a lot of COVID cases there, then like they could spread it, and it's just like this like cycle. Well, here's the thing though: if they're more densely populated they are most likely already immune to it or have gotten it. Oh, antibodies. That's yeah, true. because of herd Im- immunity. Herd immunity, right, right. But I, I read something that said that the, the herd immunity um, method was thought out. Like if, let's say the U.S. said, you know, vaccine, um, it's too difficult. People aren't social distancing. We're just going to let it go. There would be like 2 million deaths, which is like unreal. Like it's not an option. It was considered, but it's like it it's not an option. Right. Uh okay, let's talk about volunteers. So sure. um about five hundred thousand Americans have already registered to be included in clinical trials, but um companies are saying they need a million more. Wow. Yeah. Well for trial. For trial. Yeah, for trial. Uh-huh. Phase three trials. You test it on humans. And then I think the quarantine for two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then you do it up to three times, I think. I'm not sure. Wow. So, I mean, imagine it's like three doses per person for 300,000 people. Like, how is that going to work? Or no, no, 300 million. 300 million. 300 million is what I meant. 300 million people, three doses per. Yeah, and that's talking about the U.S., which has really good transportation system. Right. You need like six billion for the whole world times two, right? And yeah. they need to kept be kept in negative ninety degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's why. That's what I was talking yeah. about. Like, that's insane. Like, you know, bringing that cross country. I mean, it's like it's expensive. It's going to take a lot of effort. And I just know that not everyone's going to have access to it. If if it was like more simple or like a needle injection kind of thing, like maybe, but. I don't know if the best they can do, if the best vaccine they can produce, you know, requires that kind of condition, then it's going to be much more difficult to to get it out to a lot of people. Yeah, it's colder than I think normal fri- or freezer temperature, like meats, chemicals. Oh, wow. Because I think those are, I forgot, like negative 40, something like that. Something like but that. But this is negative 90. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, Pfizer is uh, developing a solution. They're they're making essentially a box with dry ice that is keeping it keeping the vaccine cold for ten days. But then yeah. you can't open it right. every day. Yeah, you can only open it like once a day, and it has to be under a minute, and then put it back where 
I think there's no sunlight or something. Oh my gosh. But I mean, that's the best they can do. Yeah, it is. I know um, recently Florida opened up the state, even though they're getting like 2,000 cases a day. Cause like, oh, and yeah. they just to like try to spice up the economy, you know, and like try to get things back a little bit. But it, it's been such a lengthy process of COVID. It, it's kind of interesting to see like different stages tolerance levels with it. Second wave coming soon. Just watch. Well, your uh, France is already kind of in that. They're getting a lot. They're yeah, France is screwed. Spain is really screwed. Spain, oh gosh, yeah. Spain's at seven hundred thousand cases. We should do a project with uh, Senor Calderon. No, remember last year? Uh, some oh, who is it from? Yayi from Spain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last year with Jerry and I in Spanish, we FaceTime someone or the whole class. Skype from Spain, like we talked about La Quarantena. Yeah, and then the the person in the FaceTime said uh, they would take like a pot and a spatula and bang it on the street. Oh yeah, to like cheer for the healthcare workers. Well, so yeah, yeah, that was that was festive. That was fun. Fun to, a lot of YouTube videos of that. Yep, pretty much every yeah. day. I don't think they're doing that anymore. Yeah, no. And uh, right now we're scheduled to go back to school hybrid starting this Thursday, half the school. Yeah. Go in. And then. Hopefully that- no one gets COVID during that two days. Uh, oh my God. Before Hopefully. I take the SAT. Praying. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I'm praying. There's like a lot of uncertainty. Dude, New Jersey is experiencing a second wave. They got 700 cases yesterday. I know. I, I saw that. It's not good. New York also with over a thousand. Yeah, that's the city though. Like it's. I don't know. I wonder when New York, like New York City, is really struggling. Like I wonder when it'll be back to like no normal kind of. Have you been there recently? I haven't. I kind of want to go yeah. see it. There's Someone gonna be there. no one on the streets. Yeah, they they told me it was like deserted kind of. But it I mean, was outdoor like, restaurants are opening. Right. But like how much space do they really have? Not much. Not much. Not much. Wait, what if um have you ever been to like what if they have a, a restaurant that's like up in a building with like a deck, you know? Ooh. I, I well, you have to go inside the building first. I know. I was gonna ask you, like, do you know if they allow that? Like you know what I mean? Can you go in, inside a building to go up and then sit outside? Yeah, because you can have your mask on. Uh, I, I don't, thing I don't know. It's like you got to take your mask off to eat, right? So they don't want indoor dining because, like, the particles will circle easier. But if you stick your mask on, go up in the building, and then you're Well, you can wear two masks, one on your nose, one on your chin. What? Because your chin's going to get COVID? No, that's not what I meant. No, like you can eat that way. Someone on TikTok. Oh, uh, unlimited IQ. Yes, sir. That is big brain. I saw, I saw like a DIY mask thing, and it was like supposed to be like a lot more comfortable, or whatever. It may they have to experiment with that? All of those it's DIY masks don't work. Yeah. I know. If you can feel air on the other side, it doesn't work. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Hmm. With medical masks, you can't. Uh, or bandanas don't work, N95s work, but they're so uncomfortable. 
there's so many bandanas. People think that's a mask. Like it, they they don't work. It's unreal. Literally. Just because they look a uh, Lucho swag doesn't mean. Uh, yeah, you look like a gangster, but at the same time, you're getting COVID. Right. So it was worth it. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of the deal here. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about some old news here. The U.S. economy, or GDP, actually went down thirty-two point nine percent second quarter. <laughs> it's a bit rough. Um, yep. In two thousand eight, it was down eleven, not not eight percent, and then in Great Depression, it was thirty percent. So record-breaking like a great depression recession corona bomb basically yeah yeah and basically the, the you know the better we quarantine and the faster we can get the vaccines out i think the economy is going to go like crazy like the trade's going to trade's going to explode because so many companies and businesses are just like waiting to go back to full swing and okay they're the businesses are either dead or they have a lot of potential right well, like I'm between small businesses, like I feel so bad. It must be so hard because I feel like big chains like AMC, you know, they're not going to go out of business that easy, but like they got to pay their employees and stuff. Local, like, c- local cinemas and theaters are screwed. Yeah. Oh my God. Open Table said that in three out of four restaurants won't reopen. Three out of four. Like local restaurants or? Like local, not like McDonald's, but like local. Yeah. Imagine three out of four McDonald's. That was pretty early. That was like during like shutdown, you know, and we actually got outdoor dining relatively quickly. I guess it depends what part of the country. You're in. Yeah. New Jersey is relatively strict, but New York is more strict. It's even more. Strict. I think they got it like a, a month ago. Wow. I wonder when we'll get indoor dining. Soon. I went to. Actually, no, that's a terrible idea. Because in the winter, you have uh, heaters going, right? Oh, uh, that's so true. Yeah, and with the fall and the winter, like, people are going to be huddling inside. Like, yeah, that's, that's a good yeah. point. Like, at least in the summer, you can open windows or something. Uh-huh. Or prop the door open. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with the school. Once it's, like, December, you have heaters running whole day. Okay. Windows closed. Oof. Oh, um, yeah. Good point. I'm I, switching after November. Oh, you're going to go back to, yeah. Damn. I don't know. I do not like online. I know that. Okay, I'll everyone complaining about online school sucks, but it's not, it's not the See, teacher's it's fault. The kind of thing it's where your I'm own fault. Yeah, no, Stop I Stop complaining. Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, we, we followed the rules really well, though. It's not really our fault, like. You know, like on TikTok, you see these people just screaming that online school sucks. Yeah, a little bit excessive. I mean, okay, like yes, that's you don't have to scream, but I feel like it's the kind of thing where I'm tempted to say like, oh, but if we were in school, we'd wish we were on online. But like, that's not really true. That's not the only reason I was hyped for online last March was because it was such a nice break from the grind, and I like great didn't really count for two weeks in March, which is like by far the hardest month of school. Because they're like, no days off or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so excited. And then as soon as it hit, like, man, I was like, I'm so done. Yeah, it was a nice change because we never did online school, really. Right. Yeah. The people who did homeschool their whole lives are like, oh, God. 
Oh god, now you guys get to see my world. But now it's like worse because it's like they're trying to do regular school, but it's too hard that we're not in person. Honestly. Yeah. We're going back next week. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. But we don't go Monday, Tuesday, right? No, uh, it starts on Thursday, and then we don't go that week. The week following that, we go back Monday, Tuesday. So, yeah, everything's temporary. Things are looking up. And the good news is there are a lot of, a lot of smart companies with a lot of smart people that I, I'm very confident will have a vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that does it uh, for today. Yep. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, we will see you next time.